Hello, and welcome back to Raza Chats, the Raza podcast. Uh, today, I'm here with Vishnu Priya, who some of you may know. She's a Raza superhero. Um, and Vishnu, do you want to quickly introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, Rachel, and hello, world. So I am Vishnu Priya. I'm a conversational AI researcher working for Proven Solutions. Uh, so my work involves with AI solutions in the NLP domain. So it's kind of a research and development work that I'm involved in. Um, I just uh, to mention that uh, something which you told me earlier, we we're recording this on Diwali. So um, if you hear any bangs in the background, they're just celebratory sounds. Um, yeah, so I think um, the thing that you're probably best known for in the Raza community is uh, running the Chennai Meetup. Do you want to talk a little bit about how the Meetup got started and what, um, you know, what led you to create it? Yeah, so it was something related to Google Home, not exactly Google Home. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was something related to Google that I was working on. And the one thing that uh, I was curious about was to know what was happening at the back so this prompted me to go to a universe called github and then i stumbled upon rasa there so while i went through the code i was able to see how the uh, code was really working so for that i had to learn python as well because my background is that i am a mechanical engineering graduate so i didn't have much idea about the conversational ai search so i had to learn python to decipher the code so while I was uh, going through the code and deciphering it, uh, one thing that caught my attention was the Rasa contributor board. Hmm. So it was like, you know, uh, it went like something like, you can also contribute to Rasa. So that was something exciting for me. Uh, so I wanted to, um, I didn't want to miss the chance of uh, being one of the contributors to the code base. Uh, so it was my first ever contribution with Rasa. Uh, so something related to HTTP Duckling. It was a very easy issue uh, because my limited Python knowledge meant that I couldn't try out a medium or a tough issue. So when I was uh, solving these and when I was going through all the issues and PRs, one thing that stood out was the community members were helping each other uh, to solve their issues and they were discussing what ideas they had, they were sharing their thoughts. So at my immediate reaction at the end of the first PR was, what if uh, I, I can create a platform for my city people to share their thoughts and to help others and why not uh, a platform for that? So that's how the Rasa Chennai community chapter was born. And I thought the best way to go about it because of the pandemic situation that mm -hmm. we have and also the limited resources that I had at that time was to have a meetup-based uh, system where everyone could talk and share their views and uh, collaborate with each other. So yeah, that's the brief story of how Rasa Chennai chapter was born. Yeah, that's, uh, that's fantastic. We're... Um... I think that's a, a wonderful example of how open source can really be, um, you know, a, a powerful way to help people continue their their journeys uh, in their careers and uh, learn new skills and and sounds like make new friends. Um, so, uh, would you want to talk a little bit about Chennai? Like, what's the what's the tech scene there like? I've I've never been, but I hear it's lovely. Yeah, the, what I've heard is completely true. It's a lovely tech scene and also a beautiful city to be in, uh, in general as well. So yeah, the tech scene is growing here in terms of AI, especially uh, because people are, uh, even I didn't get to know the intensity and the spread of it uh, till I started the community chapter. Because when I first had this idea of starting the chapter or when I first thought how it would pan out, uh, one thing that always was running in my mind was would people be able to uh, 
perceive this or will will i be able to reach out the reach out to the maximum people that i can but surprisingly i found that many people are you know involved already involved in this and are very much interested to get involved in conversational ai rasa in particular so yeah definitely the tech scene is amazing here and it's definitely going to increase uh, further definitely yeah that's uh, that's great to hear uh so you mentioned that you sort of got into to to chatbots and conversational ai in general through your um your sort of more more voice based work um so i'm i'm interested to hear what is it that you like about chatbots which i realize sounds like a little bit of a weird question but um i think that there is a lot of perception of chatbots and conversational ai um in maybe like the last, you know, 5-10 years that like, oh, you know, they're not good. I don't like using them. <laughs> they're not like a good technology. This is things that people have said to me uh knowing that I work on chatbots. Um so I'm always interested to hear what other people who are also working on chatbots, um what draws you to the technology? So one thing that I would definitely tell that attracted me towards conversational AI is that it has the ability to mimic a human. I mean, how amazing is that? Um hmm. uh, especially natural language that a human speaks you know there are certain fields uh, related to you know capturing human actions or something like that but something that captures human language i think that itself the, the thought and the idea itself is amazing uh, which brought me to the field and what i would say with my experience regarding chatbots still now is that it definitely has the capacity to overtake a uh, lot of problems the humans are facing now uh, especially uh, what i am envisioning is that it can also handle emotional intelligence going forward so we can also have somebody like you know when we are alone in a city or when uh, for example if we take our grandparents who are alone and want to you know spend time with someone i think chatbots will come definitely handy in that in case it handles emotional intelligence much better so we are all, uh, anyway having a mechanical life and running around so we would definitely need a companion which would just listen to us you know without judging uh, with humans usually judge uh, that's what i believe in so but chatbots don't so that's a one another major advantage that chatbots and conversational ai have going forward yeah it's sort of like a emotional supportive role i know um this is very much not an area that i know a lot about but i do know that there's uh, quite a bit of work in japan on using sort of like robotic you know caregivers to to help particularly older people who are who are lonely um yeah that's yeah. a that's interesting that uh, tries to alleviate problems faced by humans yeah and i think chatbot definitely stands among the top in that yeah yeah i would agree i think there's there's lots of uh, applications for for conversational ai that i don't don't tend to necessarily always be at uh, the top of people's minds um So uh I'm I'm curious I tend to get a lot of questions about creating chatbots in different languages um and I have sort of like knowledge about different languages but um <laughs> the language other than English that I know the best is not not written or spoken um so it's not super helpful for text-based chatbots um and I'm wondering if you have any experience working with with languages besides English and uh, do you have any tips or pointers you might want to share Yeah sure So uh, uh, other than English uh, I've been working on Arabic uh, related chatbots Arabic NLP and also I'm working on some Indic chatbots as well like Tamil Telugu and Hindi um I just want to uh, leverage the advantage I have over the knowledge of the language so that uh, I can try to you know, uh, contribute somewhat to that extent 
but yeah there there is definitely a long way to go ahead for multilingual chatbots as such uh, in the sense that uh, it understands whatever the user says to have an exceptionally good chatbot i think we have a really long way to go in terms of multilingual but i think in terms of english that's not the case we already have a lot of you know industry benchmark chatbots available already but uh, in case of multilingual research is going on so one of my works also involved that uh, to align the research with the industry to uh, have a benchmark set up for a multilingual chatbot so in that sense i would say we really have a long way to go and we are going in the right direction anyway with the indic nlp library getting released uh, i'm really glad that uh, people are contributing and open sourcing it basically because uh, if not uh, if it was not open source then i think there's no way to uh, for other perspectives to gain momentum in that scenario so yeah definitely we are going uh, in the right direction and we also have a lot to do that yeah i i would agree there's um english gets a lot of attention but um it turns out most people don't speak english so uh i'm always delighted to hear about about work on on other languages um and you mentioned the indic nlp library um is going to be released do you want to share a little bit more information about that sure Rachel. um i've not digged uh too deeper into that but what mm -hmm. i have seen is that uh a person has, uh, I'm sorry if uh, I don't remember the name, but he has open sourced the Indic NLP library, which has, you know, tokenizers and featureizers for uh, Telugu, Tamil, Hindi and other stuff. So it's it's getting improved version wise. So I guess the latest version has been uploaded two to three months ago, if I'm not wrong. So that would give a way for us to utilize it and, you know, increase uh, on that and build chatbots using Rasa as a framework. and why I'm mentioning Raza here is that we have the ability to have custom components here. So one thing that we can do is that we can make use of the Indic NLP library, take the tokenizers, featureizers, and build a custom component. And we can try out how a chatbot will be. And that's the way uh, I think uh, to go forward in terms of chatbots with Indic NLP. Yeah, I think that uh, sounds like a really interesting tool set. Tool set. <laughs> I should definitely um, learn more about that. Uh, and for, for people who are not super familiar with um, the language situation in India, um, it's extremely diverse. There's many different languages spoken, and they're also, many of them aren't very related to each other. So you know how, like, if you're familiar with, for example, Spanish and French, there's a lot of sort of overlap between those languages. Um, there's not as much overlap between uh, many of the, the languages of India. Um, True, Rachel. So as far as I know, even I'm not sure being an Indian and this is a very sad state of affairs, I think, because even I'm not sure because of the diversity that it has, even the number of official languages is, I think, more than 20. So, and the taking into tribal languages into consideration, we don't know anything about the tribal languages that exist. So adding that, I think it might be between 1000 or more than 1000, even I'm not sure. and. Yeah, that's, I would like to uh, research more on that and know about it. So yeah, definitely it's a very diverse landscape and it is kind of difficult to cater to all the audiences, even in Tamil, uh, which I think I know, I'm not sure though. So even in Tamil, uh, we have different slangs based on the area that we come from, like Chennai has a different slang, Coimbatore has a different slang. So there are dialects, there are slangs, a lot of things to handle. So yeah, you're uh, really, uh, you know, you're true when you say that there is a lot of diversity and the overlap is also, I think, very less, you know, even if there is a good amount of overlap, I think we can do something. 
but as far as i know the overlap is also less so yeah there are a lot of challenges ahead in this uh, field for uh, nlp to uh, cater to yeah definitely um it's you know i'm I know that there's a lot of focus right now on sort of like um, big language models as being sort of like the, the exciting thing, but I would love to see, um, you know, more recognition of just the degree of complexity of, of handling, you know, very multilingual and very diverse languages. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was wondering if you had any tips or advice for someone who is maybe interested in, uh, you know, starting to get involved in Rasa, whether that's, you know, starting a meetup, which is, <laughs> that's a lot. Um, you know, I, I don't actually run it anymore, but I, I did uh, start a meetup here in Seattle and it, it's a lot of work. So, um, you know, huge props to, to you, Vishnu. Um, yeah. So what's your, what were your pointers for someone who's like, I'm, you know, I'm kind of interested in Rasa, you know, it sounds kind of cool. Maybe I want to contribute. What should they, what should they think about? Yeah, um, not to brag about, but one thing that I would definitely suggest people who are starting out with Convocational AI or RASA is to check out the masterclass videos and also the meetup videos that um, I'm planning to release soon, uh, all the Chennai chapter meetup videos and also your live coding videos because your live coding videos deals with uh, real problems. You know, you also deal with how to come out of a problem, which is kind of what uh, I feel is one of the inhibitions or obstacles for someone starting out with conversation AI. Because I also faced that when I started the first learning curve of my conversation AI journey, what hit me the most was when, when I was not able to solve an issue, when I was stuck mm -hmm. with it for days and months sometimes, so yeah, that I would definitely uh, suggest to go through the live coding videos to help that, you know, it gives kind of a confidence that we can also come out of an issue. Um, and one more thing that I would suggest definitely would be GitHub. Um, just looking out all the PRs and all the issues itself uh, and exploring the code related to each PR itself is kind of, uh, you know, self-explanatory and it kind of increases the confidence that once you start understanding what goes behind, a framework or a technology then you will be much more confident to uh, uh to give a leap of faith into it and explore it further so yeah this this is what i would suggest for someone who is starting out with uh, conversation yeah and it's especially like the github issues it's nice because you can just like see what the problem was usually there'll be like some discussion about different like ways that people could solve it and then someone's like i wrote the code please merge <laughs> uh and you can you can follow that process uh, and speaking of live coding, you've also done some live coding, right? Yeah, it was uh, just a one-off experience and uh, yeah, it ended with an issue. Mm -hmm. so, uh, Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that kind of, you know, I'm kind of skeptical now to do a live coding, but yeah, I'm always up for challenges. So yeah, uh, if given a chance, I would definitely go up for another live coding. But yeah, it was really, uh, you know, adrenaline rush kind of an experience when I was live coding because I was always hoping that this shouldn't go wrong, that shouldn't go wrong. And I should also uh, kind of explain uh, side by side what's going on. So yeah, that was uh, kind of, you know, strangely intimidating and also exciting at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, I think that, that that matches with my experience. It's definitely uh, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely much harder to to live code than it is to write code by yourself. In my experience, yeah, it was something kind of altogether different experience that I have never experienced in my life. Yeah, that's how our life coding involves. 
yeah i would also encourage people to go forward and do life coding because then they'll know what they are lagging behind in and then they'll know where they are strong so yeah yeah um i think it can be a, a really good way to learn uh, like a lot <laughs> like a really good way to learn um so we've got just a couple minutes left um and i have it on good authority that there's something exciting coming up that you want to tell people about so do you want to you want to pitch that yeah sure rachel so uh giving back to the community is what i would like to take forward uh, with the help with what i've been doing right now so in this regard we have something exciting and something big coming up very soon and uh, you'll definitely hear from me and my friends back in india uh, regarding this very soon so yeah, it's going to be something uh, we are going to we are trying to do something different and creative at the same time so we are going to make uh, full use of the pandemic situation that we have hopefully yeah, so that's what is coming up just a sneak peek uh, so that uh, we can uh, the, re- the details will be released soon. and if uh, people wanted to to keep an eye on that where what would be a good uh, a good place to do that um uh, right now uh, i'm planning to post it on my linkedin page or on the meetup page of teraza community chennai chapter so any of these um, yeah maybe i can um, also set up a uh, yeah i'll think of the different ways to reach out right now i'm thinking of linkedin and teraza community chennai chapter meetup page Yeah. And, and also um I I think it'll be relevant to the Raza community so please feel free to post about it on the the Raza forum as well. Sure definitely. I'll do that as well. Thank you. So keep an keep an eye out for something exciting coming soon uh from yeah. from Vishnu that I think will be um I think will be really good. All right. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh was there anything else you wanted to to bring up or touch on or um just you know tell the community about? Yeah so one thing i wanted to share with uh, share my thoughts regarding open source and rasa in specific is that so it has played a huge role towards my leap of faith into the field of conversation ai um, as a fresher graduate with near zero python and ai knowledge and with a mechanical engineer expertise rasa has helped me with all the uh, code base and even the rasa team have helped me a lot in terms of you know whether whether it be my first contribution or helping me to set up meetups or the community chapter or you know guiding me all through long so the rasa team has also been very helpful to me in that regard and uh, because i am following closely on the work done by rasa and its wonderful team you know the way the tech is changing and evolving daily by the rasa and by the rasa team and also uh, the other conversational ai technologies around so yeah so i am uh, very grateful to have met rasa as a, as a team and a product because i mean by being some of the personal and architectural traits from there so yeah i just wanted to share my gratitude and uh, and on behalf of the chennai chapter community members and also on behalf of myself thank you to the entire rasa team and the entire rasa community for being always helpful and for being a uh, guidance and mentoring us throughout in the conversational journey Oh, thank you, Vishnu. And we're um we feel equally lucky to have you uh been, you know, contributing so much to the community and and helping other people on their journeys. So um, well, I can put down my coffee. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank just, you so I'm, much, Rachel. Thank you so much. The pleasure is mine. Oh, of course. It was lovely having you uh, as part of the community. Well, continuing to have you as part of the community, but also specifically having you on the podcast today. 
So thanks so much for joining me. Um, and stay tuned for the next thing that happens in the podcast, which is I thank contributors. Thanks so much for joining us today for Raza Chats. Uh, and I just want to give a shout out to our new contributors. So for their code contributions, Aprova Misra, uh, Narendra Duby, Martha Dante Silva, and Nathan Chappelle, thank you so much. And for their support contributions, Rohit Singh, Sazad Sarkar, Rachit Betty, Brad Barnas, and Mehdi Haji. Thank you all so much for becoming Raza contributors. Uh, we are delighted to have you on board. Um, and if you're interested in contributing yourself, check out the Raza GitHub. We have an issues board that's specifically for people who are interested in getting involved for the first time. Thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, also, if you're one of those people and I mispronounced your name, please let me know and I will correct it in the next uh, podcast I do. Thanks so much. Have a great day and we'll talk to you later. Bye.